Doug Tyrrell History and Comment is available on Google Podcast. Hello, friends. I'm Doug Tyrrell. This is History and Comment for December the 30th, 2022. We can put a bow on this one and call it a wrap. Since this is not film, we don't even have to check the gate. Britain was not wanting to give up their desires for North America. As part of the War of 1812, or the Second War for Independence, British soldiers burned Buffalo, New York. Like most conflicts, there was not necessarily clear-cut lines. At the time, there were two major parties in power here, and they were regional and opposed on a long list of issues. The Federalists in the Northeast were more friendly to England, while the Democrat-Republicans, not related to the current parties, were more friendly to France and resided in the South and West. From 1804 to 1825, there were 14 treaties signed near St. Louis, The idea was, with the finalization of the Louisiana Purchase, the Eastern Indians would just be moved west and solve the problem. Two of those 14 were signed on this day, one in 1815 and another in 1825. Some of the terms were reasonable. There was little difference between Illinois and Missouri in terms of weather and habitat. The whole affair was short-sighted, not seeing that within a lifetime the U.S. would move further west across the Mississippi. The idea of moving eastern tribes from the eastern hills and woodlands to Oklahoma was especially egregious. Asa Candler was born in 1851. Trained as a chemist, he saw promise in a patent medicine concocted by another Atlanta chemist, John Pemberton. Of course, that concoction was Coca-Cola. Pemberton was the inventor, but Candler bought the full rights after the death of Pemberton. One story is he approached the widow at the cemetery to purchase the shares he did not already own. The U.S. purchases a tract of land in southern Arizona and New Mexico in 1853, named the Gadsden Purchase after the ambassador to Mexico, James Gadsden. Mexico needed cash, and the U.S. wanted to secure a southern railroad route to California. With this transaction, the borders of the continental United States were set to their present extent. The Army and the Lakota Indians are still dealing with the aftermath of the incident at Wounded Knee in 1890. There is another fight at Drexel Mission on this day. The British Discovery Expedition reaches as far south as 82 degrees 17 minutes in 1902. The exploration will further knowledge of the southern continent, but it will be another nine years before an explorer reaches the South Pole. The folks in Tennessee thought they were in Antarctica in 1917. The temperature in Mountain City dropped to minus 32 degrees Fahrenheit, a state record. Mountain City is in the far northeast of the state. The longtime director of the FBI, J. Edgar Hoover, was known for a lot of things. Maybe being seriously in the mode of Machiavellianism was paramount. The end justifies the means. This is often a fatal flaw in any law enforcement realm, from the highway patrol who can drive well over the speed limit because they have important things to do, or the entire premise of the television series Chicago PD. Hoover could be very rigid in some aspects and very loose in others. There is a story that on this day in 1918, he switched from John E. Hoover to J. Edgar Hoover, because some distant relative by the name of John was known to skip on his bills. The younger Hoover was rabid on this point and did not want to be associated with the deadbeat. Another source places the date at 1933. No doubt there is a file at the FBI 
on the matter. The Union of Soviet Socialist Republics is formed in 1922, five years after the start of the Russian Revolution. Russia was always the bear in the room, and here in the West we often use the two terms interchangeably. In fact, there were 15 countries in the group. It might be reasonable to assume that the smaller countries had more resources to bring to the table than Russia itself. Astronomer Edwin Hubble announces that he has discovered other galaxies in 1924. The Space Telescope was later named for him. December 30th must be a good day for singers. There are four birthdays today. Bo Diddley in 1928. Diddley made Ed Sullivan quite mad when he played his signature song along with a cover of the mining song 16 Tons. Sullivan just wanted the cover. Skeeter Davis in 1931. Del Shannon in 1934. The youngster of the group is the sole surviving member of Peter, Paul, and Mary. Paul Stuckey is 85 today. Besides his work with the trio, he wrote the now-classic wedding song, There is Love. The United Auto Workers were a small and hardly effective union in the mid-1930s. They were wanting to make inroads and plotting how to do that, despite efforts by the automakers. On this day in 1938, auto workers go on strike after two were fired. Instead of the typical walkout, workers stayed in the plant and occupied it effectively preventing the company from breaking the strike. The strike lasted 44 days and gave the United Auto Workers legitimacy. Music tastes have changed greatly in the past seven decades. In 1950, Patti Page takes the number one spot on the Billboard Pop chart. She will hold that position for nine weeks with the song Tennessee Waltz. The song has been covered dozens of times since. In a sad statistic, the Tuskegee Institute reports that 1952 is the first year since 1883 that no lynchings were reported in the United States. The idea that vigilante justice was acceptable is a blight on the country. The numbers are hard to pin down, but they reach into the thousands. The states of Mississippi and Georgia account for almost one in four reported cases. The satisfactor is the NAACP is highly vocal on the subject, but failed to point out this was largely a Southern Democrat problem, while the organization is staunchly supportive of that party. I cannot relate to the race issue in any substantial way, but it appears to me that as a whole, they've not left the plantation. But today, they look to one party for their livelihood. They just changed one cruel master for another. RCA began selling the first NTSC color television set in 1953 for a cost of $1,175. That's $13,000 today. NTSC is the standard we still use. Commentator Sean Hannity is 62 today. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo is 59. Golfer Tiger Woods is 47. Computer entrepreneur Kevin Sistrom is is 39. He was a co-founder of Instagram, which he sold to Facebook Meta for $1 billion. That's maybe a small sum considering it adds 20 times that amount to their bottom line each year. 1985, IBM is still in the PC business. They released version 3.2 of their PC DOS. DOS stands for Disk Operating System and is the most basic architecture of computer operations. While you may use Windows, in the background is Microsoft DOS. Israel establishes diplomatic relations with the Vatican and upgrades its relations with Ireland. 
The two are most likely related. The year is 1993. The relations between the Catholic Church and the Jewish population have been tepid at best for centuries. The Jewish state have a love-hate relationship with Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu. He is the first Prime Minister who was actually born in the country after its independence and is the longest serving at 15 years and counting. Yesterday, he was sworn in for his sixth term. That's history and comment for the 30th day of December. I'm Doug Terrell. Now go do something worth remembering.